Hi everyone, my name is Daniel Harris. Um, welcome to the Table Talk Show. This is episode zero. Um, and I thought I would just make a introductory episode to introduce myself and also to talk about uh, what we're going to be talking about on this podcast and introduce a little bit about Iron Sworn, uh, which is a solo RPG which I'm going to be playing through uh, on this podcast. Um, so, as I said before, my name is Daniel Harris. I um, am married, have two kids, uh, and I like tabletop games. So, uh, I just love talking about tabletop games, playing tabletop games with one another. Uh, I think in our day and age, there's a bit of a loneliness epidemic, and uh, I think tabletop games are a great way to get to know people and um, to explore new worlds together. So, um, really what, why I wanted to start this podcast was to uh, play some solo RPGs that I really like. Um, Iron Sworn is the one that I'm going to be playing through, um, which I'm going to introduce in a bit. And I'm also going to maybe in the future talk about different other tabletop games that I like playing. I love board games as well. Um, so uh, we'll see where it goes from there. <laughs> um a little bit about me. Uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast as well was because um, my wife and I are recent members of an organization called Wycliffe Bible Translators. Um, so their focus is um, in their title, Bible Translation. So they um, really um, uh, go to areas of the world where there's a need for uh, Bible translation. Uh, small languages, um, anywhere from a hundred people who speak the language to a million. And if they don't have a Bible in their language, uh, Wycliffe Bible Translators goes in and um, they um, translate the scripture into their language. And uh, what I'm going to be doing is what's called scripture engagement, uh, which is, as it sounds like, um, uh, walking alongside people and ask, uh, asking how can... Uh, these people best engage with scripture in their language. Um, the reason why I bring that up is because uh, at the beginning of every episode, um, hopefully these will come out once a week or so, I'm going to be updating you guys on our progress with Wycliffe Bible Translators. We're planning on serving in Papua New Guinea, and uh, we're um, uh, just to keep myself accountable, I wanted to start this podcast, even if no one really listens to it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I wanted to do this weekly to um, talk about tabletop games and just mention a little bit at the beginning about what's going on in our lives as far as Wycliffe Bible Translators. Uh, there's more information about that in the link in the description. Uh, there's uh, actually a couple links in, in the description. One of them is to our personal missionary page um, to Wycliffe. Uh, it's our Wycliffe page. And the other one is our own personal page. Um, the personal Wycliffe page is where you can partner financially if you feel so led. Um, and uh, our page, personal page uh, that's not Wycliffe associated is uh, our page. Uh, you can go to just to figure, find out more about what we're doing and see our newsletter and see our cute babies. <laughs> Um, so anyway, um, now that I have that introduction out of the way, 
Um, the first thing that I wanted to do for this podcast is play through a solo role-playing game called Iron Sworn. Now, this is a game designed by Sean Tomkin. And um, one of the things that's really cool about this uh, role-playing game is that you can actually download it completely for free um, if you just Google Iron Sworn RPG you find a link to download it completely for free and this isn't sponsored or anything I just think it's a really cool system a really cool game what it's cool about it is that it has three modes of play so you can play it guided like normal with a GM you can play it co-op or you can play it solo which is what I'm going to be doing uh, in this podcast so this is you can think of this as an episode zero of sorts so uh, I'm going to be introducing the system, and we're going to dig into the world and my character a little bit, and next podcast we're going to be digging into the story of my character. Um, so Ironsworn is set in the lands of the Ironlands, and uh, this is a place where people migrated to... Uh, after some sort of calamity that happened in the old world. Um, so we're going to be digging into a little bit of the backstory of uh, my version of the Ironlands uh, when it comes to it. Um, this system is very simple. It works uh, if you any of you have played any of the other Powered by the Apocalypse games like um, Dungeon World uh, or other RPGs like that. Uh, it's a little bit similar because it works on these the system called moves. Uh, so you have uh, um, two d10 and a d6 that controls the outcome of what's going on in the narrative. Um, and there are different stats that your character has, um, which we'll go into a little bit uh, as I talk about the character. Um, first, let's talk a little bit about the world. So there's a little world guide handbook uh, thing that you can find online to fill out and uh, where you can create your own world, um, so to speak. So um, I thought I'd just go through the list of things. Uh, if you go on to the website and download the sheet of uh uh, it has a list of things that you go down and you can tick boxes. You'll see what I mean if you download it. You can tick boxes depending on what you want your role to be uh, based off of as far as mag magic goes, as far as like what happened in the old world, what do communities look like. Um, some of those I used to tick boxes for, but a lot of them I kind of created my own flavor of what's going on so um anyway yeah let's talk about um the ironlands my version of the ironlands so first off um the first thing on that sheet was uh, the old world what happened in the old world so what i put down is i said a crime lord named thermon organized a coup against the king delkash the third Thurmon sought out retribution after Delkash strengthened his army against his people, the Skull. This was an unbalanced fight which dishonored uh, Thurmon, and in an attempt to even the odds, he mounted an attack 
in the dead of night, something which went against the rules of engagement in the old world. Uh, Declash died, and he cast out noble houses into the Iron Lands. And the Iron Lands are made up of the old noble houses of the old world. Iron. The weather is bleak, the rain and wind sweep in from the oceans. The winters are long and bitter. One of the first settlers complained, only those made of iron dare to live in this foul place. So the reason why it's called the Ironlands is because it's a harsh environment to live in. Legacies. So this is the people who came before to the Ironlands. What what happened? Who are the first people to walk the Ironlands, and um, who are they? Uh, what 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 are the legacies that they left behind? So as far as legacies go, I said, we're the first humans to walk these lands. We're a couple of generations removed from the first settlers. A few of the first settlers are still around, but most of them have died off. Uh, for communities, um, so this is how communities are set up. Uh, I said when Delcash III died, the noble houses splintered off to form what are now scattered clans throughout the Ironlands. They mostly stay isolated after years of fighting to fight for power. The fighting gradually tapered off after many lives were lost, and it became unfavorable among younger, younger generations. There is still some animosity between clans, though. As long as the clans stay isolated from one another, there is peace. And for leaders of each of the clans, this is what I said. The clans are run by elder boards. Some of the elders are direct descendants of the nobles, and the others are elected officials. The elders who are direct descendants have, um, have more sway. They are called the descended once every four years, the descended from each clan gather to perform a ritual remembering their ancestors, and this is what helps to keep them at peace. So as far as defense goes, uh, this is what I put for a defense. Each clan has their own warband. Their warbands have rituals which remind them of the old world. They carry the traditions of their ancestors, and each warband carries a banner which reminds them of the history this includes some of their more recent history with uh, warring with other clans. So mysticism and magic. This is what I said about mysticism and magic in the Ironlands. There are mystics who tell of tales of powerful magic. There are few spells that some people know, but magic for the most part doesn't exist. Maybe it will be awakened again, question mark. So I like to keep it open-ended. Um, religion. This is what I said to religion. People still pray to gods, but many believe the gods have abandoned them. Perhaps they're waiting for the right moment to reveal themselves. Firstborn. So this is referring to elves and giants in the land. So this is what I put about the firstborn. People who, or the races that resided in the Ironlands before the uh, humans arrived. 
The firstborn once dwelled in many places in the Ironlands. When the Ironlanders first settled the Ironlands, they brought with them a disease which made it impossible for the elves to have offspring. There are few elves left, and the ones that are still around are centuries old. Um, beasts. So this is what kind of beasts are in this area. How frequently do they appear? And this is what I said about beasts. Monstrous beasts stalk the wildlands, or the wild areas of the Ironlands. So there are beasts around, but they're only far off into the forest you have they're not like in the village or in settlements <laughs> horrors this is what i put for horrors we are weary of dark forests and waterways on long nights few venture outside their homes okay so that's a little bit about the Ironlands. Uh, now let's talk about my character so my character's name is Giuseppe. I got that name from the Great British Breaking Show, if you've ever watched that or have watched the latest season. Um, so um, the way that this works, and you'll have to bear with me because this is a new rule set, so I might be flipping through the book some. Um, but the way that this works is that um, there are five stats, edge, heart, sh iron, shadow and wits so edge is like agility basically if you're to think about it in a, a standard uh rpg heart is like courage or willpower and sociability so like charisma uh would be heart iron is like physical strength endurance aggressiveness so like how bulky you are how how much damage you can do shadow is uh like sneak in a way or it's your, if you're playing a thief in Dungeons and Dragons, it would be those skills that you would have as a thief. And wits. Uh, wits is expertise, knowledge, and observation. So for Giuseppe, um, you start with an array of stats, by the way, um, depending on which boost your die rolls, and each stat... Uh, it's a th one, three, two twos, and two ones that you can put into each of the boxes. So my first stat, um, edge, is out of two. My second stat, heart, is out of three. My third stat, iron, is out of one. My fourth stat, shadow, is out of one. And my wits is out of two. Sorry, I don't think I mentioned wits, but which is like knowledge or wisdom. Um... Yes, uh, and the, on the character sheet as well, there's three different, or sorry, four different trackers. One of them is momentum, and you can spend momentum to make your die roll higher, and you'll be gaining and losing momentum depending on what happens in the narrative. Uh, there's um, heart, which is your or health, uh, spirit, which is like your sanity basically, and supply, uh, which is sort of uh, how much supply do you have when you're traveling? And uh, depending on your die rolls going forward, these things will be uh, adjusted. So, a little bit about Giuseppe. 
Um, so I sort of imagined that Giuseppe is... <clears throat> he's the grandson of one of the descended. Yeah, so Giuseppe is the grandson of one of the descended, one of the officials on the elder board who hold the, more, the most sway, one of the few people who are left who are part of the old world, who came from the old world. So Giuseppe, uh, he's a grandson of one of the descended, and this is Half, who I uh, put a bond with. Um, there are bonds and there are vows. Uh, we can go into that a little bit later. But he's bonded to Half. Um, his grandfather, he was raised by his grandfather Half. His parents died uh, in one of the wars with one of the warring clans. He, uh, yeah, he's young. Uh, he's a bit naive, uh, probably early 20s or so. Um, and there's a lot riding on him because he is the next in line to become one of the descended after uh, um, his grandfather is going to die. He's going to take up the mantle as one of, of the descended who came from these noble houses. Um, he... He um, also is a nature lover, so he gets made fun of a lot for staying outside and going out into nature. Uh, but he he's a very charismatic young man. Uh, he enjoys um, getting into squabbles with people, but um, overall he has a good heart and a good will. Um, so there are also three different um, abilities that you can choose. Uh, so for these abilities, I chose up the path honor bound, um, the path animal kin, uh, so I can have better die rolls when I'm dealing with animals, uh, and honor bound uh, when I take the move turn for tide. I can envision how my vowel gives me strength, and then. Um, I uh, add plus two instead of plus one momentum. And uh, for my last ability, I actually have a dog whose name is Luca. Um, so yes, I'm bonded with Luca. That's one of my bonds as well. And my final bond is with Ravenbrook, the settlement uh, that Giuseppe comes from. Finally, uh, there's uh, these things called vows. So in Iron Sworn. The people called the Ironborn, they um, swear on a piece of iron, a vow that they must complete. And um, my vow that I have is I will become the next great leader of Ravenbrook. So that's uh, a little bit about my character and the world of um, the Ironlands that I have built up. Um, and this is uh, a little bit explaining a little bit about myself, and I hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast. Um, we'll see you guys next time.